Hello and welcome to another Kangaroo English Daily Digest podcast. My name is Christian and today is Friday, the best day of the week. <laughs> uh, yesterday in um, yesterday in today's Daily Digest, I told a joke about an Englishman and an Irishman. And in in the joke yesterday, the the Irishman was victorious, and so today I need to rectify that that imbalance, and I need to tell you an Irish joke. Okay, so there are these two Irishmen sitting at the bar, drinking, and one of them decides that they should make some small talk and get to know the other one. So. He asks him, hey, so uh, whereabouts in Ireland are you from? And the guy says, oh, I'm from County Down. And the other guy says, oh, my God, that's amazing. I'm from County Down, too. Which part of County Down are you from? And he says, I'm from Newtonards. And the guy says, no way. I'm from Newtonards, too. That's amazing. Which high school did you go to? And he says, oh, I went to the Kilar High School. And the guy says, Oh my God, I can't believe it. I went to the Killar High School. Who was your teacher? He says, Mrs. Smith was my teacher. <gasps> Mrs. Smith was my teacher too. And at the end of the bar, there's an American listening to all this. And he, he calls over to the bartender and says, what, what is going on with these, with these two Irish guys? What's wrong with them? And the bartender says, ah, that's just the Murphy twins. They're drunk again. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> we could describe those two poor, unfortunate Irish twins. We could describe them as unlucky, unlucky to be lacking in intelligence. And in today's podcast, I want to talk about uh, luck and happiness and motivation so, the word, the old English word for luck was actually hap, H-A-P, hap. And you can find this word hap in various modern English words. For example, you can find hap in the word happy. To be happy means that you've experienced some type of good luck or good fortune or chance has been in your favor. So you're happy. And you can also find the word hap in the other word happen. Because when something happens, it's the result of chance or fortune or luck. And I consider myself to be a very lucky person. And so I'm very happy. But you could also be the opposite. You could be a very unlucky person and you could be hapless. And that is today's word of the day, hapless. H-A-P-L-E-S-S, hapless. Now, one of the reasons that I feel so lucky and not hapless is because I have discovered a very deep passion in my life and I am rewarded for that passion in various different ways. And one of the ways that I'm rewarded is that I receive beautiful gifts from people from all over the world. And this morning I received um, a package and inside there was a 
genuine Victorinox Swiss army knife. And I received it from a follower in Switzerland. And it has my name engraved on it. And it's a very beautiful thing. And so that makes me happy and makes me feel lucky. And that's why today's the best day of the week. <laughs> now, um, people who are trying to learn a language, maybe they feel like a certain amount of their success is based on luck. Like, for example, maybe now when you're an adult, you, you don't have that luck anymore. You're hapless because you should have, you know, learned English when you were a child and now you're an adult. It's too late because the time has passed. So you feel hapless. Or maybe you just don't have a good teacher hapless. Or maybe you're not gifted with that language gene, right? You're not gifted with that, that special ability to learn a language that some people have. Mm. Hapless. But the thing is that, that all of those things are myths. Because you're an adult, of course you can learn a language. You can probably learn a language way better than a child. That's what the science tells us. And the science also tells us that there is no such thing as a language learning gene. There are not some people who are just better at learning languages than others. What you need is you need hard work and you also need motivation. But motivation is one of those funny things because it's difficult to know how to get it and where it comes from. But I want to talk about some interesting research about motivation. Now, the traditional view of motivation is that it's a quantity. That basically you have this kind of empty container inside you which holds your motivation and you fill it up. So you can fill it up with a little bit of motivation or a lot of motivation. Like maybe you would prefer to sit on your sofa and and watch Netflix, but God, you just feel really motivated to go to the gym. Your motivation tank is full. Great. But there's some research which tells us that, re that motivation probably doesn't work like that. That motivation is not a quantity, it's a quality. Which means that there's not just one container of motivation, there's different containers. And we can test what type of motivation you have by using something called the Regulatory Focus Questionnaire made by Higgins in 2001. And let me give you an example of some of the questions that are on this questionnaire. So first question, compared to most people, are you typically unable to get what you want out of life? Growing up, would you ever cross the line by doing things that your parents would not tolerate? How often have you accomplished things that got you psyched to work even harder? Did you get on your parents' nerve, nerves often when you were growing up? How often did you obey rules and regulations that were established by your parents? Growing up, did you ever act in ways that your parents thought were objectionable? Do you often do well at things that you try? 
etc., etc. There's only 11 questions. And on the back of the questionnaire, there's this scoring algorithm where you can figure out your score. And this tells you where your motivation sits in two different categories. So one possible type of motivation is called promotion. Now, promotion means that you want to gain things. It's like you're competitive. You want, you want, you want. You're trying to build the house of motivation. And the other type of motivation is prevention. Prevention is the opposite. Prevention is when you feel like you already have everything you need and you're trying to protect it. You don't want to lose it. So you can see how there's two different um, mindsets, two different ways to look at motivation. One of them is you're building something you're trying to get. And the other one is you're protecting what you have. You're trying not to lose. And it's not just one or the other. You're not this type or that type. You have a certain percentage of one or the other. It could be 50-50, 60-40, 70-30, or maybe even 99 and 1. But motivation seems to exist in these two categories. Now, that's, okay, maybe interesting, but there's this piece of research here. It's called um, Motivation as Quality, Regulatory Effects on incidental vocabulary learning. And what they did was they taught these two different types of adults. They taught them vocabulary in two different ways. So first they tested the adults to see what type of motivation was most strong inside them. Were they mostly promotion types or mostly prevention types? And then they split them into two groups. The first group, they said that if they do really well on the vocabulary test and they get 100 points, then they will receive a gift card for $100. For the other group, they did the opposite. They told them that they have 100 points and they have a gift card for $100, but if they do not do well enough on the vocabulary test, they're going to lose the gift card. So you can see that exactly mirrors these two different types of motivation. You have one group which is trying to gain, 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 win, win, win. And the other group is trying to protect their gift card. And, and here's the really interesting thing. The results showed that no matter what type of person you were, no matter which type of motivation was stronger inside you, the fear of losing was the strongest predictor of success. So basically, the people that remembered the most vocabulary were in the group that were afraid of losing that $100 gift card. And it tells us something really interesting about motivation. It says that instead of me constantly telling you or you telling yourself about all of the benefits of learning a language, like in five years I'm going to be fluent and then I can get a job that I want and then I can have more money and then I can travel and talk to, to people and yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to build build my English. 
maybe you need to think about it in the opposite way. Right now, you are losing money. That's right. Losing money because you don't have English. It's not good enough. Right now, you are missing out on opportunities. Opportunities are slipping through your hands right now because your English isn't where you want it to be. You're missing out on friends. You're missing out on traveling. You're missing out on experiences. You're losing all those things. You could have them, but you don't because you are just not working hard enough. And so just by by switching your mentality and by, by viewing it as a loss situation that you need to rectify, then that, that could be maybe the key to unlocking something deep inside you that could really help you to learn a language. I hope that you enjoyed today's Daily Digest. If you want to support this podcast, you can become my patron on Patreon. You'll find a link to that along with a link to my Facebook group and YouTube channel and Instagram on my website at kangarooenglish.com. Thank you very much for listening. I'm Christian. This is Kangaroo English, and I'll see you in class.